Hey everyone, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, or ELI 5, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that is easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey, it's Kevin. So Kevin, today's topic is about talking grass. Talking grass? That's right. Apparently, the smell of freshly mowed grass is actually the smell of chemicals that grass releases to warn other grass of oncoming danger. Why would this even be a thing, since there's literally nothing that grass can do to avoid oncoming danger? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. This is really interesting. Um, People like to think that it's purely an animal trait uh, to want to stay alive, uh, protect and defend themselves, and plants are just totally inert. But that isn't true at all. Um, Unlike animals, plants, you know, can't run away and escape danger, but plants are every bit as opposed to being eaten being killed and eaten as any animal is. Oh, so it's a survival instinct. Exactly. Which exists in both plants and animals. That makes sense. Exactly, exactly. So instead of running, grass and you know, other types of plants, they tend to engage in a physical warfare. Uh, spikes, uh, tough exteriors, that kind of things. Uh, and also chemical warfare, releasing different type of chemicals in response to being attacked by a herbivore. Ah, so we're talking about... Uh grass communicating here we're talking the chemical warfare yeah yeah, yeah. talking grass uh air quotes uh, these t- type of responses typically kind of fall into three main categories which we can talk about um the first one is direct defense right so some chemicals released by plants uh, are actually intended to directly harm the predator that's trying to eat it uh, many plants such as clover for example use cyanide as their poison of choice wow cyanide i didn't know that about clover sounds extreme yeah, uh, sometimes to prevent poisons themselves by accident, they'll even compartmentalize their cyanide into this two-part weapon system, storing like a harmless uh, precursor inside their cells and also storing an enzyme in their cell walls that kind of breaks into the precursor into deadly active cyanides. Uh, so when, you get, when they get munched on by a herbivore, breaking the cell walls and mixing these ingredients together is actually what causes the poison. Uh, to poison the predator. Wow, sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's another category. Uh, the second category of chemical reaction is uh, local repair. So some chemicals that plants release when they're damaged, such as jasmonic acid, serve as plant hormones that signal the rest of the plant to brace and prepare for damage. Prepare for damage in what way? How do they prepare? Yeah, yeah. Plants, um, they constrict, they, tr- they basically constrict their water channels to avoid losing water through their damaged parts. Uh, they also produce saps and other sticky stuff to block off the damage. They can also produce uh, like antibacterials and antifungals to protect against infection. Uh, they can increase you know, cell replication to heal faster. Uh, essentially, they do all these different things that, um, to basically make themselves grow and defend. Wow, didn't realize they were so clever. Yeah, they're living things, you know? <laughs> Um, and, so, and so the third category here is remote signaling, right? So this is when uh, many of the same chemicals that direct plants to start repairing themselves um, signal neighboring plants to also start bracing for impact and preparing themselves. So what you're saying, you're essentially confirming here that grass really is talking to <laughs> each other. Yes, yes, they are, you know, talking, air quotes again, uh, in response to these distress signals given off by nearby plants that they're being eaten, uh, or in this case being mowed down by a machine, uh, plants will produce these 
uh, either bitter ends or digestion blockers, making themselves unpalatable to the predators, but also warning other plants of the same deal. Wait, so you're saying after some get eaten, the rest tastes horrible? Yeah, yeah, actually. Uh, in fact, this is the reason that giraffes have to be nomadic creatures. Uh, you never see a giraffe herd uh, strip a tree completely bare. Huh. Yeah, yeah, if you um, pay attention. Uh, because after, mar after munching on a tree for a while, the tree starts becoming bitter and edible. Uh, and depending on the wind conditions and other trees for miles around become so too. So the whole giraffe herd has to keep moving, you know, trying to stay ahead of the chemical cloud, uh, the screaming that these trees are kind of telling each other to stop being so tasty. That's so cool. And uh, not just to five-year-olds, I had no idea. Yeah, uh, plants are pretty cool. You know, uh, of course, plants can't tell the whole difference between uh, an animal's teeth and a lawnmower's blade. So against us, all their chemical screaming and poisoning and distress calls don't do them much good. Uh, and make a pleasant kind of summertime perfume for us instead. Yeah, it's a shame that the system kind of falls down at a steel blade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a final uh, anecdote for you uh, about tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes. <laughs> okay, fine. So to tomatoes, tomatoes, uh, when they're under attack by certain tomatoes, when they're under attack by caterpillars, uh, they, can def they can boost certain defensive chemicals and make their leaves taste so horrible that they caused caterpillars to actually try to eat each other instead and save the plant. So there is this great podcast episode about what goes on between plants and trees and stuff in the ground, how they quote unquote talk to each other when they're sick or being attacked. Um, and it's by the Radio Lab guys. Um, if you wanna go search for it, the title is called From Tree to Shining Tree. Uh, go look it up. And if you like what you heard here, please subscribe to ELI5 and leave us a review. We've got a bunch of great content coming out every week, and we'd love to hear from you, and uh, that review would really help a lot. If you want to email us, you can contact us at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. Send us your suggestions, your future ideas, uh, feedback, or absolutely anything. See you next week.